Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Thank you, thank you. There we go. All right, <laughs> uh, we're back. Two weeks in a row, baby. Thank you, mm -hmm. thank you. Uh, that's the show, guys. Thank you. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Uh, welcome to the Drum Brigade podcast. I am Corey Kingston. Thank you, thank you. Over there, rocking his. Vessel shirt. It's the one. It's the only. Fantastic. Super handsome. I mean, five o'clock shadow. About fifteen coffees deep. No glasses today. Do you wear glasses anymore? I wear the ones that stick to your eyeballs. Oh, yeah. It's gross, dude. Well, please welcome to the show the fantastic Philadelphia funky Phil Pardell. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We are right here. In my kitchen, just having fun with it. Construction going on next door. Mm -hmm. Might get loud, people. You never know. You never know. Yeah. I'm excited. I have a coffee that Corey made me. Yes. With his fancy is Nespresso. Yes, Nespresso. Okay. Yeah. I'm so worried I'm going <laughs> to use the wrong one. Yeah. And I haven't even tried it yet. Oh, you got to like it. That if you couldn't guess, that was Kurt. Corey doing a swirl, well, yeah. swirl it up, kind of mix it. You might need more ice cubes too. Do you need more ice cubes? No. That's an iced coffee right there. No, I used almost all of your ice for this. Phil, we have a milk frother. Phil does not want milk in it. It's frothy already. Or did you see? Yeah, but with the milk frother, holy sure moly, it's great. dude. I'm just trying to straight up, you know. It's gonna get you there. I'm gonna Strong. try. It. Here we go. All right. And yeah, no, they like they like you drinking it. That's smooth. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. Thank you. That was very That's a good coffee, dude. It's very smooth. Yeah. First time I ever had one of those. Holy moly! I was like, I need, I need one of these. Damn, you're like practically Stan Bicknell now. <laughs> Not on the drums, but in the, in the in the world of coffee, Stan probably is like, nah, bro, Nespresso, nah, bro. Corey even did a um, one of those fancy drawings that you do in the froth <laughs> for me yeah. of my own face. You know that like I've tried to make just a simple leaf or a heart. Yeah. It's not possible. No. It's impossible. You can't do it. What you need is one of those um, little powder sifters where you can put like custom shapes, shapes in it. Oh. And then you don't have to have skills. You just... I tap tap a little that. bit of chocolate powder in the shape of my face, of course. Yeah. That would be cool. The Drum Brigade logo. There you go. Yeah, we could sell them. Yeah. Oh, man. People would buy them. Like, I'm looking constantly. for new, like, new opportunities for, like, what people will buy. <laughs> I think that's one of them. Dang, dude. That's a good coffee. <laughs> we should make 14 inch ones so you could like just your tap snare. tap your onto your snare then when you hit your snare it's like a 3d version of your own face bro just breaking the mold here i i'm pat i'm verbally <laughs> patenting this patenting it verbally so nobody steal it all right if you steal it i'm coming for you bro 
Uh, all right, guys. Well, welcome to the Drum Brigade podcast. Um, we got a fantastic episode for you today. Just planned. Every every segment is planned too. By the way, hundred percent detailed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, we're here. It's now. Just a few things to talk about. Um, first of all, Drum Brigade merch. Drum Brigade lessons. Drum Brigade podcast. Drumbrigade.com. Everything you need on drumbrigade.com. Camaraderie over competition. Everything that we do is in line with that. So at Drum Brigade, you're accepted. You belong. Camaraderie over competition, fool. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Corey Kingston. Fool. <laughs> uh, all right. So check out drumbrigade.com if there's anything that you need as far as like dope Merc. Merc. Like dope drumsticks. <laughs> like dope merch. I'm still working on um, some new ideas and uh, a possible um, limited edition run of some stuff. So working on that for maybe next month, if I can pull some finances together. Let me say this. All right, Phil. Yeah. If we do a limited edition thing, my dudes, that means you, that means me, that means like two other dudes will be getting like the guys who represent drum brigade are the only guys in the world that get drum brigade stuff for free. Everybody else has to pay everyone. <laughs> so you fools need to stop hitting me up when you see Kevin Aguchi wearing a drum brigade shirt or when you see funky Phil wearing a drum brigade shirt and be like, Oh, that's a dope shirt. Send me one. Cause that is not how it works. Mm hmm. Yeah. You have to send money to the place that makes the shirts see, and then they send them. This is exactly how it works. You see them wearing it. You want one and then you buy it. So the reason why they're wearing it and the reason why you think it's dope is part of why I gave them one and not you. <laughs> no one is calling me up because you're wearing your shirt. No one is calling me up and saying, give me one because you're doing it. <laughs> Dude, these guys, do you know about drum brigade? What is our mantra? What is our, what is, what is like, what are we about? If you, you know, mantra is like, give us money, give us money. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> these things cost money. You just heard me say finances. I need to get some finances together, meaning I have to buy them. I have to buy. I'm the owner of Drum Brigade. I have to buy them. Bro, you would not believe, Phil, how many guys, how many of our friends are just like, that's dope. Send me one. Free of charge. Like, oh, okay. So hold on. Let me buy the shirt <laughs> for you. Let me send it to you. Pay for the shipping. Let me pay the designer who designed all the stuff. Bro. How about you just support something that you support? You think it's a dope shirt? Buy it. Yeah. Dude, support camaraderie over competition. Support it. Dude, one of my friends, Channing Holmes, one of the dopest dudes out there. Seriously, he, we had him on the show. The dude is a true artist. Mm -hmm. I support that. And he's a great drummer. Came out with a dope shirt. I bought one. I did not say, yo, that's a dope shirt. Hook me up. Yeah. And I'm big time, Phil. You're huge. So people will see me. Super big time. I can't even finish that sentence. <laughs> people will see me wearing it 
and then hit him up and be like, yo, I saw Corey wearing this shirt. Give me one. Cause that's how big I am. Yeah. You're massive. Like I'm an extra, extra large. I can barely fit in your kitchen. <laughs> I don't mean, okay. But seriously, guys, if you see something that we're doing, we're not doing this to give them to every drummer in town. What is with drummers? Like, when are we going to get out of this, men- this endorsement mentality of like, I like that. I play drums. You should give it to me. No companies will stay in businesses if everybody does that. Yeah. We're giving you the show. Mm-hmm. It's free. Have yeah. it. <laughs> Dude. All right. Little mini soapbox. But, you know, it's it's if I'm going to do a limited edition run of some stuff, bro, stop hitting me up. It's not. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'm only making a certain amount for people who really want to support something cool. Not for fools that are just freeloading all the time, spending yeah. thousands of dollars on Zildjian's, but then you don't want to come and freaking support something that's dope. Blech. True art. Gosh, man. Right now. <laughs> all right. So anyways, we're about camaraderie over competition and, and um, <laughs> positivity. Uh, honestly, guys, like seriously, though, on a real serious note, Drum Brigade is like a reflection of me. I've, you know, created it or whatever. I based it on a lot of different things and I've personally gone after guys that I like and that represent this brand well. So if you haven't been contacted by me personally, like, yo, let me give you some stuff, then that's not, I'm not going to send you a shirt. I'm not going to send you, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm just not, it's not that I don't like you. I like every drummer out there. Like I seriously like so many drummers, but it has to fit my brand. And the guys that I've chosen and I've gone after are the guys that fit my brand. That's it. And it's only literally three people. That's it. Okay, four if you count me. I've gone after myself. <laughs> Gosh, why am I on this soapbox right now? Drink your coffee. Right Let's get this show started off on the right foot. Yeah. All right. So the other stuff is... Um, First of all, there's a dog barking. This is a mess, Phil. We need another studio. You can come to my house next time. I'm in a sassy mood, dude. Sassy. (laughs) Okay. Well, next time we'll go to your house where we're actually in a home studio, not a home kitchen studio. I got to get a table. Yeah. I think I have one. You can use a spool like us. We're like ratatouille. We just like use whatever's around us for equipment. Or <laughs> you know, how like you see like rats houses and they just have like, like a thimble for like a chair and like they just use whatever's around them. It's like a button is their couch and like mm-hmm. that's how not, my house is. I know what you mean. <laughs> this is exactly how my house is. It's just it. whatever we could find on the street is what, what we use for stuff. <laughs> um, so uh, a couple more things. Um, F note drums. I just finished up a morning session. I just recorded drums in my house. Just track drums. That simple. Uh, using my F note sevens. Really super easy, dude. USB plug in. Boom, tracks, individual tracks, no bleed, no nothing like that. Still is e-drums, but they sounded better than what I was recording at my studio. For sure, they sounded better than that. Yeah, and you you just did select all, quantize. 
Because my timing sucks. Because your timing's yeah. just yeah. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not do that. Um, I didn't. I probably should have done that, but I did not do that. Uh, and yeah, it was, dude, seriously, so easy. It was so easy. I can't even express that enough. Like, I seriously, I didn't download drivers. I didn't do anything. I plugged it into my computer and it was like, F note. Are you using F note? I clicked yes. Boom. And then I just started dumping tracks in. Okay. This is the kick. Oh, input number two is the snare. Okay. Boom, 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 boom in there. Recorded it. Nothing was clipping. Nothing was like, it was perfect. No barking dogs. No barking dogs. I hit the, like hit my sticks a little bit. I didn't have to pay attention to that because there's no bleed. There's no mics on your drums. It's just MIDI. And then if something is you really can't hear any stick fumbles. Nope. So not realistic. I know. And then, and then if you like mess anything up, it's MIDI. So you could just replace it with whatever you want. You can replace it with a dog bark if you want. It's true. Yeah. So um, F note sevens, check out F They support drum brigade. I support them. They're dope. If you got to use E drums. Yeah. Use F note. Um, <laughs> okay. So um, last but not least, uh, our buddy, John, and um, our buddy uh, Jeremy at Q. So John at Revolution Drum, Jeremy at Q Drums. Um, those dudes are both great dudes for the drum community. They've done so much for the drum community. And um, now it's time for you guys to show your support to them. So um, they are both suffering from a horrible disease. They're both um, battling cancer. And they both have um, GoFundMes up and they're trying to raise money to pay for their treatments. Um, as you guys know, treatments are very, very expensive. So, um, please help them, please just help them. They're, um, they're in need. They're both do good dudes and they've done a lot for our community. So John Caldwell from revolution drum, um, he supported our show. He supported chops and coffee and, um, he's made some really cool stuff. The chopping block practice pad, the firefly keys, um, all kinds of awesome products. And, um, we proudly use them. A lot of our friends proudly use them. And so we, we support John and, uh, we, we like are asking for people to help him. So go to his, um, uh, his GoFundMe is hosted by me. So if you guys want to help that out, just hit me up and I can send you a link. And then Jeremy from Q as well. Jeremy builds Q drums for some of the best drum drummers out there. These dudes need help. They didn't ask us to do this, but, um, we got to support our community, you know? All right. So you guys keep up the fight and, um, please help them out with their expenses. Um, all right guys. So that being said, why don't we just get into it? Funky Phil. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel better now that I had coffee and I got that off my chest. I got to like, I got to tell it like it is sometimes. These fools need to learn, Phil. Yeah. He's getting tired of it. <laughs> getting sick of this. Dude, you know how many times people have been hitting me up like, hey, man, I like your drumsticks. Um, and then like, I just know it's coming. Can you tell me a little bit more about them? It's like, hey, Corey, hope all is well. Hey, man, I, I really I saw your drumsticks. It was really nice, man. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about them? Yeah, they come in three sizes. It's a teaching tool, you know their first rate hickory nice stuff the only design that's like that out there blah 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 that's cool like it's almost like they're sending like an email or a text but it's almost like they're cutting me off mid-sentence that's cool do you guys do endorsements <laughs> i'm like no 
Like, no. <laughs> I use them. <laughs> I endorse my, <laughs> I endorse them. Yes, I use them, but I also buy them, you know? And then as soon as you say, no, you can't have them for free, people are like, bye. That sucks. Gosh, dude. I say this all the time. Like, if you don't, if you don't even know what we're about, if you don't know the reason why I make products and stuff like for our community and what it's all about, bounce. You can't tell me right now what Drum Brigade is about. Beat mm. it. Beat it. Oh, I need to buy some. I got to get some at the uh, Little Dell Music Studio. Oh, that we can do. For students. That we could do. Yeah. I would like to make another stick design too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, for For that though, you could just bring some there and then if they sell, like they sell and if they don't, They'll just stay there until they sell. <laughs> I have five A's, five B's, and seven A's. But I, my five, five A's, I've been just kind of using as my sticks. Yeah, so, those yeah. are solid. Yeah, super solid. Mm. <clears throat> so, uh, how's your week, Phil? How's it going? It was good, man. Yeah, did some giggies. Yay! I played, I played Sequan. Oh, Wait, twice. Sequan, where's that? Um, oh, it's a big stage. No, no. Is it e drums? Oh no. Oh wow. No, it's it's the only casino I've been playing at all, and it's with Whitney, and um, they have two different stages that I've played on. Okay, but I get to use real drums. Nice. Everything's loud. We have like speakers and amps wow. and everything. It's like a normal a normal gig just at a casino. I saw you uh, played some gigs with Pocket Candy. I did. I got to play with Pocket Candy. Um, super fun. Those guys are great. Can, really can I cool. say something? <laughs> okay. You sound great. You sound great. And they sound great. And I know those guys. They're they're great. Like Ian's a great guitar player. Yeah. It's borderline, Phil. Smooth? Yes. Yeah. It's a little smooth. It's borderline. It's borderline smooth, Phil. It is. <laughs> I admit it. <laughs> I listened to I listened to your video and I was like. It it's funky, like yeah, but it is borderline. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. It's okay, but I know some you're like them, some of them are a little tip a little more towards the smooth side, and some are more towards like just kind of funky jazz. I'm not trying to discourage you from playing and in this group. I yeah, I mean I'm not <laughs> I'm not like they're they're got you know they they kind of rotate drummers. I put you on the spot with this comment and I'm sorry. You did. But I have to call out smoothness when I see smoothness. It's pretty smooth. Yeah. I, I know. And um, I don't know. The people at the at the Riviera like it. No. I, uh, I like it too. It's great. Yeah. Harley I just called Harley to try to play a gig with, with me with Shuffle and Bang. Yeah. Great. And he's like no. No. He's I like, hate you, Corey. Because of the smooth comment. Yeah. It, it I used to tell another one of their dudes, Melvin, that <laughs> that <laughs> I was like, it's cool, man. But you know, we talk so much adamant business about adamantly not liking smooth. Now, that being said, I've played a full on smooth jazz gig. Mm -hmm. It was a little bit R and B, but it was on the smooth spectrum. Yeah. Like last week. Yeah. There's kind of like a gray area. Yeah. Well, <laughs> where, there's, where there's like kind of hip funky jazz. Yeah. Like the stuff that Zach does. Yeah. 
They call that boogaloo, which boogaloo, boogaloo is a different thing in my mind. Boogaloo yeah. comes from New York, like or like the Latin New York. I have a bunch of boogaloo records from my grandpa. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's, they get, they got kind of have more of like like that '60s funky jazz kind yeah. of thing going on. But um, I know what you mean. Well, but, look, you know, I had a lot of fun. Santino came out. Oh yeah, he's cool. He really wants to come on the podcast. Oh well. Okay. He said it. He did some scatting. You mean Palomino? Palomino? <laughs> yeah, he does scatting. That's his thing. I played with Palomino this week, too. You just outed his name. You did. I just said Santino. His name is Palomino. Okay. <laughs> Palomino is a good dude, man. He's funny. Palomino. And Santino. Now you know. If you if if you go back in time and listen to the episodes. <laughs> It's, I didn't say anything really crazy about him. It was just, I just threw drumsticks at him because he wasn't singing songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he's a good dude, though. He's he's a good singer, too. Um, he can come on, you know? Uh, what else? That's about it. Well, I don't know. Well, okay, wait. Hold on. And just be like, there's a gray area, like you said, about this whole this whole thing about smooth jazz. First of all, the smooth jazz musicians, the real ones have ruined it for people like us that like kind of play in that gray area sometimes. Yeah. And that's not fair. And that's another reason why I don't like them. But then in the, it like pre smooth, like the fusion in the like late eighties, early nineties, like, like some of Dave Weckl's records, are smooth dude <laughs> but yes. they're still kind of dope that's that lives in the gray area to me mm -hmm. and then like some of the early like literal smooth jazz like maybe like early foreplay like early um i don't know like even early kenny g like kenny garlic or whatever was kind of dope bro you know his last name for real yeah Dang. kenny g sucks you love it, Phil. Mm. <laughs> but Kenny Garlic or whatever, Garlic or whatever his name was, that Gar fool was dope. Garlic. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, but like I was talking to Anthony Smith about this, that like some of the early stuff, some of the stuff that lives like kind of in the middle is okay. It's, it's fine. But like the dudes that are really going in on smooth jazz, like get out of here, dude. Just get out of here. That pocket candy is not going in on smooth jazz. The problem no. is, I'll tell you exactly what it is. When you when you have a lead sax player, it automatically gets like characterized as smooth jazz. It, it's very easy, especially if there's backbeats happening. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. So yeah. if you want a band that has lead sax, just get ready for me to be like, that's smooth, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The, the, also, Ross is a great sax player. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to hate on him. I've, you know, I've, I've worked with all these guys. You know, they're, they're good dudes. They're, they're really like nice guys or great musicians. But yeah, when something's smooth, Phil, it's a know, fun gig. I, I like it's a nice variety for for me to do every once in a while between Whitney and Anthony, and then that I've got a good variety of of yeah. gigs that keep me. You're in your your happy place. Yeah. Musically. Yeah. I, on the other hand, fun. am not, Phil. What's wrong? Nothing. Go ahead. Whatever. What else? What else did you have going on? <laughs> nothing. Nothing really important. Just, you know, the same old. 
I love how I just like minimized your, <laughs> like what little things did you have going on? Little teeny tiny itsy bitsy little tiny gigs. <laughs> I'm get I'm gearing up to do some some video shooting, Corey. Oh yeah. At your house? No, well, some at my house. But um sorry, I didn't have my ringer off. Um yeah, just some I don't know, some new product launch videos. Oh yeah. And demos and stuff like that but i got a new camera oh because i figured it's about time what'd you get i get something better <clears throat> it's a sony one yes there we go yeah what did what do you have a 6400 oh okay so it's like really similar i think it's slightly newer maybe okay. it's the zv e10 or something oh, yeah it's kind of like that but maybe has some like Features for more noobs. Okay. <laughs> Can you change the lens? Yes. Yeah, it's a good camera, dude. Yeah, but it's like got the same sensor as that one. And it's like got all the same specs as that one, but nice. some other like features that make it probably easier for someone like me to use who is not like a professional photographer. Yeah, I got to do more photo shoots. I got to do more photo shoots because I'm trying to work up like a collection for my wall my house and I've, I've, I've gotten some for an amateur, like very, very amateur photographer. I've gotten some good photos. These ones that I'm like, Hey, I'll, I'll put this on, but some of them are just from my iPhone. So, you know, I've seen your work. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to have your first gallery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. I'm trying to do more with art, though. Like I have I have like the older I get, the more my art thing is coming out. It's like I get it from my mom, but I'm not good at like drawing like I'm not good at that kind of stuff. But I'm like kind of trying to develop an eye for art. And I also want to write songs, too, but I just have no skills like on guitar or piano. So, yeah, I got a question about your camera. OK, did you get the power supply that has like a, a fake battery or yes. whatever. Yes, I did. You got the Sony one? Mm -hmm. Okay. When you use that, does the battery indicator on your camera stay full? It's like 98% or something. But it doesn't droop, right? No. It doesn't. Okay. Yeah. I bought one from a third party. Maybe I got a third party. I one. got one that was a lot cheaper than the Sony one. And when I tried it, it was like the battery was just draining at a pretty quick rate. When I was using it. So I sent it back. Yeah, good. No, this one, it like plugs in. It's not charging the battery. It's no, not it's, like a battery that's charging. It's a dummy right? battery. It's a dummy battery that like plugs a, in. A battery that plugs into your wall. Yeah, yeah. That, that thing's garbage. Yeah, because mine, mine doesn't, it doesn't stay at 100. It just stays at like 98% and it'll stay on all day if you let That it. makes sense. Yeah, mine, I sent it back, but it seems like it'll run off of the usb cable pretty, really yeah mine won't mine wouldn't do that that's uh, why i had to get a dummy battery dang yeah so they, they probably fix that because a lot of vloggers and stuff want to use actual dslrs for their or not vloggers like yeah like live streamers or vloggers or anything and you if you can't charge it while it's oh, you're yeah. using it it's like why do they do why like, why would you do you're sony like, why would you do that why would you do that yeah 
Oh, you got to get a dummy battery. Dude, when I was getting into the camera stuff, holy moly, it was a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm with you. I've I, I, like spent so much time I, dorking out. I got that. I got that camera and the bendy tripod and an external mic and all of that stuff to do vlogging on that monstrosity of a setup. <laughs> I'm what, glad I got it. What mic did you get? Uh, the Rode. Like little fuzzy. Little micro yeah. thing? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I had to get an adapter so that it goes on the side of the thing. So like on the side of the camera instead of on top, so I can like flip my screen and see. So that camera came in handy, handy for like recording videos for recording product place, product stuff. And also like lesson videos, anything I did at the studio, I recorded with that camera, but vlogging with that camera. No, no, it was, I mean, your, your vlogs came out beautiful, but who cares? Like I would rather just use a GoPro that has like a stabilizer in it because then, then I'm like, do I need to get a gimbal? And like for vlogging, I've done vlogging for so long that like I actually had a gimbal that you use your phone. And then I bought like a, before GoPros had built in stabilizers in their, you know, in the camera, I had to use like a gimbal and a adapter for my GoPro. And mm. I got some great footage, but now it's like it's so simple to just have a regular teeny tiny GoPro. I even got the external mic for the GoPro, which is a nightmare. You don't even need it. Mm. So for for vlogging, GoPro is the, the the best. But like having a camera with a bendy tripod and trying to get all these, that's like such a nightmare, dude. Yeah, I don't really do vlogging. No, I know. I was looking at getting a mic for it, but <clears throat> I determined. I don't need a shotgun style mic for it. And I got a stereo one. You, you like, if you're doing drum videos, you care too much about, well, it's rightly so, but your audio is like your main deal. Like if you're doing a product on a drum, yeah, you have to mic it up properly. Yeah. I'm not even going to use, I mean the, the audio, those cameras only do 16 bit depth, which mm. sucks. Yeah. So if you're capturing audio straight to the camera, it's like it's like pointless and spending a bunch of money on a mic because it's like yeah. the, just the the input is is so limited on it. Well, already. So for me, I was doing like lesson videos on that, and so like I would be playing on a practice pad, and then I wouldn't want to set up a mic for a practice pad, so I would just use the shotgun mic. Oh in yeah, the room and just be like, this is good enough. Yeah, well, stuff like that. I mean, that totally makes sense. Yeah. It was funny though. I was like really digging deep because I'm, I'm this video I'm supposed to shoot is gonna there's gonna be some interviewing and stuff. I was like, what kind of mic do I need? Oh, da, yeah. da, 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 da. I was like, went down a deep rabbit hole. Turns out my dad, his buddy, left some camera gear at his house. He had a thousand dollar shotgun mic just sitting in oh, a drawer. Oh my gosh! I was like, cool. I don't need to buy a mic. Yeah, use that. <laughs> I would use that or I would use do the like if you're doing an interview. I have a lavalier mic too. Lavalier gonna, mic is both. good. You can do that. And then the other way is doing like you have to be super quiet if you're in your studio, but like having a mic over them, like a um uh a boom. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah, I would set up the shotgun mic on a boom. Yeah. And get it close to them as I could without it being in the frame. Yeah. But that stuff is really fun, man. That's like making me miss the studio is doing like, I've done a couple like wedding, um, like, like they wanted like a montage for their wedding. 
I've done a few of them. It's a so much, it's so much work, but, and then I had like a, a nightmare one and like, yeah, but, but anyways, so I would go out and, and shoot photos of them and then take video of them. And then I would gather all their like kid photos, like when they were kids and their engagement photos. Ooh. And then I would build this whole video and I would do it all myself. And then I would bring them to the studio and interview them. And then, so I would set up the lighting and everything for that and then have them come in and do it. And it was like, it was a lot of fun, man. It's, it's, it's a really, it, for me, it's a really fun creative outlet to do like an interview and put, put it all together, do the editing myself and all of that stuff and like tell the story for mm-hmm. their interview. And like, I got a lot of great feedback from that. Like a lot of people were just like, dude, this is like out of the park. Oh, that's awesome. And then I had one nightmare one where they were like, I went above and beyond and they hated it and they were like, yeah, it's good. But then like a few, like, it was like, can you just adjust this? Can you just adjust that? And then after a while I was like, we're done adjusting stuff. I don't have time to do it anymore. It was, it was one that I was doing for like as a favor. Um, and then, then they were like, can you just basically take out like everything that you did? Oh, and then I was just like, well, hold <laughs> that on. Sucks. Hold on. And then it was just like, can we, it's a, it's a long soapbox, but like, and then they chopped up my work and played that at their wedding. Brutal. I was furious. Brutal. Yeah, I was furious. Um, anyways, uh, so, um, you mentioned dream or nightmare and it made me think about a dream I had. Oh yes. Um that I haven't told you about. Mm. I don't have a lot of dreams, Corey. Oh boy. I mean, I have dreams like I have goals. Yes. <laughs> but I mean Ambitions. like okay. when I sleep at night, most of the time I wake up not remembering anything that transpired in my sleep. That is <clears throat> But I had one recently where Antonio Sanchez was hanging out and I asked him to show me some stuff, give me a lesson. Okay. And I don't know why we were just like in a parking lot or something. <laughs> and he was just like, well, let me, let me just see you do, do some doubles on the, on the ground. <laughs> and I did some doubles and he was like super disappointed. What? <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was just like, oh boy. Yeah. we got a lot of work oh. to do. <laughs> And I was like, really? I thought I was okay at them. <laughs> and he was like, yep, yeah, no, this is going to be a lot. And then uh, we were going to go climb, hike up a mountain to do our lesson on a mountain. And, wow. then, I, and then I woke up. Oh, so man. So that's all I remember. But I, that just like, <laughs> it was kind of a rough dream to have to wake up, Dude. you know, wake up and be like, man, Antonio Sanchez thought my double sucked. <laughs> this is like, this is, this is my real life. <laughs> This is my real. And if you guys have ever heard Phil play doubles, they're like pristine, perfect, like dream doubles. Uh, I'm sure. Anto- I'm. I'm sure Antonio Sanchez would be like, mm, they're not quite there yet. <laughs> to me, yeah, I've had that ex- same experience happen from so many people, dude. Like my my teacher, uh, Evan Evan um, um, Stone Stone years ago was like, oh, okay, I've had, uh, um, who's the, oh man. Um, I've had Gil Sharon be like, Hmm, we got some work to do. <laughs> I've had, uh, who's the, who's the guy that we had on that played in uh, Royal crown review. Gosh, why can't I think of his name? Um, Daniel glass oh. ripped me apart, dude. I wasn't even in a lesson with him. Really? 
and like John from Revolution was taking a lesson and I just happened to be there. And oh, then oh, Daniel goes, let me see you play some doubles. And I play some and he's like, oh boy. <laughs> really? <laughs> I've had some legends like legends just completely <laughs> rip me apart, dude. Gil Sharon. <laughs> dude. Uh not Love anymore it. though. I did it. I, I redeemed myself at Nam one year and Evan goes, Hey, check these out. Play a double on this, this pad or whatever. And then I did it and he's like, yeah, that's really good. And Roy Burns, I really? sat at his desk and he was like, you have very good hands. But that's when I was like going hard on practice and teaching and stuff. Man. Well, that's, that's pretty big time. Yeah. Right there. But Rodriguez. No, no, no. He would rip me apart. <laughs> Especially, what did he expect, dude? You're playing him on the ground, then on a mountain. Oh, Sanchez. Sanchez, not Rodriguez. Sanchez. <laughs> Sanchez. I don't know this guy. I don't know him. Antonio Sanchez? Yeah, I don't know him. Oh, my God. Is he a Latin drummer? He's phenomenal. He plays with Pat Metheny. Oh, maybe I do know him. You know him. him. You just can't picture him right now, I think. Antonio Rodriguez? <laughs> now I have to go look him up. Because you're going to be like, oh, that dude. He did the Birdman soundtrack. Yeah, I don't know. Have he you never sucks. seen Birdman? No, he's... I would, I would, all I know, dude, is I would like, I would work this fool on the kit, dude. Wait, have you, <laughs> have you seen the Birdman? No, I don't know what that is. No. Oh, it's a super weird kind of artsy film with Michael Keaton in it. Mm, never super heard of it. weird. But the entire soundtrack is drums. Really? Yeah, like there's just like, Antonio Sanchez just going bananas and like being really expressive and interesting wow. and composing drum drums to the film. And it's, it's really, that's dope. It's really great. Maybe you should take I highly a recommend it just if anything, just for the drumming in the movie. All right. Even if you don't like the movie, but there's like, yeah, well, there's a picture of him. That dude. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Anthony Rodriguez. <laughs> hey, oh, Anthony. Anthony Rodriguez. <laughs> Look, there he is again. Oh. Yeah. You know him. I, yeah. And so, yeah, I think I know him, actually. Dude, he's one of the best drummers out there. So you... Well, Phil, I bet you if you took a lesson with him, he would probably want you to give him lessons. No, definitely not. <laughs> I also had a dream that I was playing drums and I was playing a show with Gogo Bordello, but I was opening also. So you I was playing in like for the band. Yes. And I was, but I was also playing the show too. So were you, were you doing smooth jazz? In no, the it was, it was like reggae, but it was like all super slow rock steady, like really boring. Sweet. And like, I didn't meet any of the people they just like were like hey would you play with us and so i was like i'd love to and i was just trying to be nice big and then, mistake and then so then i was like kind of trying to cruise around and like i got there early and i was like really excited to play and i was really excited for them to like like i was really excited to play like jamaican style music and then i was also like stoked that i was like Oh yeah, like we're featuring Corey and he's also going to be playing in like the headline band and like it was not going down like that. It mm. was like and so then I was just being treated like I was one of the openers. Sweet. And like so I had my drum set up on the riser and then I was just like trying to do a warm up and then I was I was like warming up in the bathroom, like the public bathroom. So there was like like dudes like taking a leak 
but I was like at the sink, like with like a metronome on and no one cared. Like no one was like, Oh dude, what's up? Like it was just kind of like, Oh, excuse me. Like I need to wash my hands and I was getting super irritated. And then there was a guy that was just like there that was apparently playing in the band, but I didn't know because I didn't have rehearsal or anything. And then I go like, Oh, what's up, dude? I go, Hey, what's up, man? I go, do you remember me? And he's just like looking at me like, no, no, not really. <laughs> I'm just like, gosh, dude, what's going on? <laughs> I was like getting so much anxiety because I'm like, I don't know what songs are playing. I'm trying to be cool here and everybody's just treating me like super weird. So yeah, that's hilarious. And then I woke up. I, I've been having anxiety though. Like I've been waking up in the middle of the night with anxiety. Oh no. So I think it's a coffee, honestly. Like you haven't had enough. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, for me, I played a gig. It was a Smoky Metals. Woo. I'm getting burnt, Phil. Getting burnt out on these gigs. Yeah. It was a good one, though. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Uh, it, it was. It was. No, it was like. I don't want to push the button, but it was borderline. Ooh, okay. It was just the, the wedding was fine, but it was late. It was like till midnight. And it's the just the typical shenanigans. A dude trying to come on stage, yeah. like people trying to sing in the mic, like people crossing the line. Just stop. Then I tried to go out. They make you park at this place like in the gate. And then you have to like, if you're there for five minutes, they want you to pay. But we're supposed to have like our vouchers or whatever to get out of the gate. So I'm like, it's I'm done with this gig at like 12, 12. I have to pack up by the time I pack up and I'm ready to go. It's at least 1230, almost one. And then like, I'm trying to get my car out of this stupid gate, but it keeps wanting me to pay. And the, one of the vendors gave me a thing that's like, Hey, if you parked in the lot, you need this to get out. So I'm like flashing that. And it's like, yeah, you need to pay 20 bucks. And I'm like, I'm not paying 20 bucks to get out. And then I like am trying to call the place, call the front desk, and they're not answering. Nice. So I'm like getting, I'm getting irritated, dude. <laughs> and then like I park, leave my drums outside on the side sidewalk where I'm trying to load up, and just go to the front desk. One of the the valet guys like, oh yeah, let me hook that up for you. He's like, you're a vendor, right? I'm like, yeah. So he like gives me my same parking ticket thing back. I go and scan it, twenty bucks. I'm like, I'm about to lose. I'm about to drive through this gate. And so the, uh, I call the, finally they answer. The guy needs like every bit of information. Well, what, what's the group that you're playing with? What's the company that you work for? Well, what's, what's your name? Well, like what kind of car are you driving? Well, I'm like, can you just let me out? Like, I just need to load my stuff. It's one in the morning. Okay. So like, well, what wedding were you playing? I'm like, dude, <laughs> How many weddings did they have? I don't know. I'm just like, just seriously, just let me out. I'm a vendor. I've gone to the security already. I've gone to the front desk already, and I got a ticket thing to get me out, and it still keeps making me pay. All right, well, I'll just let you out this one time. Will you? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> this one time. I'm like, if I'm not paying. come back here. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not paying to stay here, dude. Like, just let me out. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. So anyways, they, they fed you. Yes. And I didn't have to ask for my vegetarian meal this time. Oh, good. Yeah. They just had risotto for me. 
That's pretty There's good. A lot, of, a lot of things like like here that just irritate the crap out of me. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, people just, people are phoning it in all over the world. And like, like we went to a restaurant last night and it was so like we, my, my wife took my, my in-laws out to their dinner. My wife and her brother took my in-laws out for their anniversary. So we wanted a really nice place. Another place where I played a million weddings. It's on the water and in, in Harbor Island and in, in, um, San Diego. Eddie V's? No. It, we should have went to Eddie V's. Eddie <laughs> V's has great food and it's like probably the same price. Dude, the bill was so it was ridiculous how expensive this food was. And it was like the worst vegetarian meal I've had. It like I was seriously like, yeah, I'm not gonna order anything else. I'll just get a burrito on the way home. Like I was starving Whoa. after I ate. It was like it was said vegetarian meal is like twenty five dollars for a vegetarian meal. What was it? It was like one chili, like pepper, mm -hmm. filled with like quinoa and like stuff, like cranberries, and then it was sprinkled with goat cheese. It seriously was three bites of food. That was it. That's it. No sides. No. Twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars for a pepper with stuffing. Stuffed with yeah yeah quinoa. Mm. It was probably a dollar for the, for the, for the pepper and it was burnt to a crisp. It was like they tried to char it or whatever. The quinoa was, it was good. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't like great. It was just like, it wasn't like $25 good. It was, it was $8 good. Okay. Like if it was, if it was $12, I would have been like, that's good. It's like, it's a little small, seriously, three bites of food, three bites. And so as soon as I was done, I was before anybody started eating, I was already done with my food and I'm like, um, yeah, can I see a menu? Like maybe, I don't know, like a cheese platter or something like a hummus plate. And she's like, yeah, she's like, those are really good. I would just get like a beet salad. I'm like, I don't want a beet salad. Like <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I'm like, so finally I'm just like, forget it. I'll just get something on the way home. And I didn't. So now I'm like starving because I didn't eat since last night. It was a waste. Of, it was a waste of money. It was like, it was a great, it was a great place. It was a great, great ambiance. Got great view. And it was really nice to hang out with family. I was just like really disappointed in chefs and people phoning it in. You can't charge that much for what you're getting. Yeah, that's, that's for, I know what you mean. There's a lot of that. I feel like, how is that more than like a seafood platter? Yeah, or places where you get even like some like inexpensive Mexican places where they have a, a veggie burrito, mm -hmm. but it's really just a meat burrito with the meat taken out. Yeah. So it's just like beans and rice and some pico if you're lucky. Yeah. And then it's like just as much as the ones with all the expensive spiced meats in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I've this one thing I've never understood of like people complaining about a vegetarian meal. Like I cannot tell you how often people are like, well, they didn't tell us that there was a veggie meal. Well, do you have vegetables backstage? Because I see that like you're serving everyone vegetables with their meat. Just give me a vegetable plate without meat and give me a little bit more of the vegetables, but don't give me the same exact plate. Like, two green beans and a carrot because <laughs> yeah. you just like took the meat off. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I get at weddings. Like all the time, everybody else has two green beans and a carrot, mashed potatoes and meat. Yeah. My plate, mashed potatoes, two green beans and a carrot. Yeah. No meat. So I have like 
a few bites of food. Charlotte played a wedding over the weekend. Oh, yeah? And uh, she learned a lesson <laughs> about what she should have on a contract. Oh, dude. Because <laughs> the, the wedding planner like fought her tooth and nail For to, everything, right? to make sure she didn't get fed. Yeah. And it's like, she's like, well, you're only performing for two hours. Like, yeah, but I'm there all day. I have to set up, tear down, like change clothes. It's, it's like a common courtesy. You feed, the, you feed the musicians. Yeah. There's so many things like that they have to put in the thing. Like there's so many things that they try to get out of. Like we, like the schmucky metals have to put in the contract that it has to be a hot meal. It has to be a hot meal and it cannot be like pizza. It cannot be like, it has to be a hot meal. It yeah. can't. And so I've, I can't tell you how many times they've gone. Oh, well they didn't tell us there's a vegetarian meal. So we'll just get you a side salad. And yeah. I'm like, well, I was here at four and I don't get off until 11. So can you do your job by only eating a side salad? with probably like, you know, a, a Caesar salad, which has fish all in it. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to eat that. You need to have a, you need to provide a hot meal. Well, they didn't tell us there was a vegetarian. Well, it's not my fault. You didn't look at the notes. It says it. I did my part. <laughs> like I filled out a form that says my limitations. I, you need to provide me with a vegetarian meal. And it isn't that it's not extra. It's less like, I'm not asking for only red meat. Dude, come on. Most of the time when they do that, I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just go and get, get, I'll just go grab something then. Well, you guys have to play in 15 minutes. Well, you didn't provide me a meal, so I'll just go and grab something. Okay, well, let me see if we can find you something. I'm like, that's what I thought. Oh, that's a good play. Yeah. We have to put in the, they have to put in the thing um, that if you drop the mic, like on purpose, mm -hmm. you're going to buy it. That's and good. they never enforce it. And the people know that. So they do it all the time. They do it all the time. I've gotten on that soapbox, but they do it all the time. And it irks me. If it was my, if I had a wedding band and somebody dropped my mic, it would be in the contract that if you drop the mic, we go home. That's the end of your music. The person who owns this equipment goes home. You guys should just buy a, um, I guess that won't work. I was like, just buy a really cheap, terrible mic. No, because it's in case they drop it for when they're, but it messes up the speakers and stuff. Well, it's yeah, it's not even the <laughs> point. The point is that it's not theirs. So you don't get to break something that you don't you think is a toy. Mm -hmm. You don't get to do it like you don't you don't get to do that. Like if I went up to your cake and knocked it over because that's the, the trend to do like I would have to pay for that cake. I ruined your wedding. You almost blew our whole system. You almost ruined our wedding and our equipment. You don't get to do that. Yeah. When I become a DJ, when yeah. I become a DJ and somebody drops my mic, unplug, unplug the speakers, start winding up chords. We're done. Yeah. I'm going home. <laughs> That's it. And I'm, I will keep your deposit. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening definitely true what else tell all your friends also very true what else join the patreon all good things but you know the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store 
Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks. Mugs. Phone cases. Stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. All right. I've been on some mini ones, but here's a real one. What happened? Flossing, Phil. Just kidding. <laughs> More? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so speaking about like these kind of gigs and like, uh, you know, since I've been home, I have many more like overseas stuff, but not yeah. this week because like the ones that are local have been building up and like, like playing Tin Roof. You know, like that place, just shut up. <laughs> the place is so dumb. Gosh, man. Just shut up. But like, okay, so I played Humphreys a few weeks ago. Ooh. Humphreys. Yeah. That spot. That place. And I'm not talking about the outside, like outside stage. I'm talking about the backstage, backstage live. live. Yeah. Backstage live is the worst venue in the not the worst venue, but just the worst place to play in San Diego. Just for a place that prides itself on being a music premier music venue in San Diego and this like hosting, like, you know, it's Humphreys is not known for its wonderful, great rooms. It's known for being a music venue. You go outside, you see great people. You can sit in your room on the balcony. Then, then after the show, you go to the backstage lounge and watch another band and have food and have drinks. And that's what Humphreys is. It's known for being a music venue. Yeah. Whoever is, they have it. That's like their slogan or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Humphreys. Yeah. By the Bay live premier music venue or something. Whoever's running that place doesn't know what the heck they're doing and they should be ashamed. Flat out. What happened? It's just, it's just the whole thing. Like I showed up and I was already on one. I showed up as a favor for a friend to play with her at, in her group because she's, she, you know, it's basically like, instead of doing a rehearsal, why don't we do this this night? First of all, it's a four hour gig. The pay is like the, the, the pay is so bad. It's like you'd probably make more money if you stop, if you stayed home. You probably would make more money if you took all the money that you have and threw it in the toilet and flushed it. Yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> they started paying less during the pandemic and then they just never. Oh, yeah. That makes sense started, for us. Never started paying more. Here's the, here's the problem, dude. Is like we could say no, but then there's bottom feeder BCD bands that are just like, we just want to play, dude. And then they take those gigs and then Humphreys is like, what's it to us? We don't care. People are going to come whether or not you play. So like, we don't care. Yeah. It, that is a BCD level venue. It's the worst. Everything about it is the worst. Like 
Yeah, they don't give you food either. Okay, so like, I get the okay. Yeah, you 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 get, you get reduced to pay during the pandemic. Cool. Yeah, can't you like give us a a meal, a few or, drinks, a, yeah. few a, a meal? <laughs> like your food sucks. Give it. You know, it's eleven dollars for fries. You know, like, <laughs> and then it's just like no. Well, at uh, least they don't put up the shield anymore, right, <laughs> dude? Okay, so I'm just gonna like. I'm already on one and I'm, I'm talking loud. Like I'm, I'm walking in the room saying this is the worst music venue you could play at. This is the bottom of the barrel. Like, what are we even doing here? If I wasn't doing this for you, I wouldn't be doing this for nobody. Like if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be playing. Like I'm saying this loud. Okay. I'm like the pay is not worth it. I'm like, it's a four hour gig. There's nobody here. Like, this place, I said, seriously, if this place wanted musicians like us, they need to do better than this. Then the sound guys there the sound guys, a drummer. He's 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 touching my symbols. What are I've never seen these. What? what are these? He's a nice guy, but dude does not know what he's doing. Here's it. it now it's reduced to a, a overhead mic one uh-huh. and a kick mic. Yeah. Before they used to mic everything. Now it's overhead and it's on the left side because they don't have a cable long enough to go on the right side, like over the ride. Mm-hmm. It's like over my hi-hat. I mean, I feel like it should just be in the middle. Just put it in the middle. Yeah, so you get everything. They can't because they don't have a long enough cable. Okay, it's really, it's it's a little concerning when it's right by your hi-hat, but not by, like, so you're like, no one's going to hear my ride, Yeah, but you're going to hear my hi-hat really well. So, dude, I'm, first of all, I'm <laughs> like, okay, just give me a good mix of everything. I don't need to like, you know, I don't need to, I don't need too much. Just give me a little bit of singer, a little bit of the piano, little bass. Okay, cool. He gives me so much piano that like it's hurting my ears. <laughs> I'm like piano down, piano down there. The, like the overhead, you hit your rack Tom. Cause that's where the mic is pointed at. It's like, it's hurting your ears. Dude, turn, just turn off the overhead. They had the overhead in your yes. stage monitor. <laughs> like tons of reverb. I'm like, what are you doing? Then he's yelling at us. You guys need to play quieter, man. This dude right here, he's too loud. I'm like, turn me down. I'm not the sound guy. Turn me down. That's your job. You guys, you guys are way too loud. You guys are way too loud. Turn it down. There's no amps on stage. Everybody's going direct. Turn it down. You know, and, and like, so I'm like, they don't, they're like, hey, Corey, did you want to order any food? I'm like, no, I'm not giving this place my money. Yeah. I'm like, how could they not even, like, with this low pay as you're giving us, how could you not just give us a meal? Yeah. Like, well, they give us a little bit of a break. Oh, thank you so much. So you, so you basically are, you gave me what, a quarter off? Like, a, a, you, you charge me three quarters, half? Yeah. So $11 fries, you're telling me that those cost what? 6 bucks, 5 bucks? 6 550? You're telling me that fries, frozen fries that you threw in a fryer. And I dude. Yeah. So, okay, this is the point. This is the point. I'm frustrated as all get out. The sound man's telling me to turn down like I don't know how to play in a room. I, the pay is like I'm not doing this for the pay. They're asking me if I want food. I'm like, shut your mouth. I'm not giving this place my money. <laughs> shut your mouth. Afterward, my uncle's there. Uncle Ed. <laughs> Uncle Ed. 
he's the real deal, man. He's also a musician, former f- former fire captain. Whoa. This dude, you don't mess with this dude. Uncle this Ed's dude has a soapbox, and he will get on his soapbox. And if you think my soapbox is bad, don't get this dude started. <laughs> Can we have him on the show? <laughs> Bro, okay. Remember what I said. <laughs> Former fire captain. He's he's the alpha male. Like okay. he walks in the room, he don't care who you are. You're he's not mean. He's super nice. But don't get him on a soap. Don't get him on a soapbox. No. Okay. It's me. When I get on a soapbox, I'm like super cool. And then all of a sudden, it's like you know what? No, I'm done. I walked in this place on the soapbox. Okay. So I go up, give my aunt a hug, give him a hug. I'm like, hey, what's going on, Uncle Ed? And I've gone to his gigs before and stuff. And like, so he's like, he's like, hey, man, you guys sound great. Hey, um, you, what do you want to drink? You want something to drink? And I'm like, well, there's another problem. I said, this is why I hate playing this place. He's like, why? And I said, well, they don't now they don't allow us to drink. So I said, even if we buy one, we're not allowed to buy a drink as a patron. We're not allowed to pay for our own drink. I said, from what I understand, somebody else can buy us a drink, but they can't know that it's from uh, from for us. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. He's like, <laughs> nope, no. Nope. Immediately on his soapbox. He goes, come on, let's go. So he's like, I'm going to go buy the band a drink. He goes to the bar. He's like, hey, man, um, let me get like whatever he's drinking and let me get these guys around. And the guy, go, the bartender goes, oh, it's for the band. He's like, yeah, I want to buy the band whatever they want. And he's like, oh, sorry, man. Like, yeah, now that I know it's for the band, I can't serve them. He's like, what? You know, he legit like laughs. He's like, yeah, that's funny. Anyways, whatever they want. And um, it's on me. Just put it on my tab. He's like, no, seriously, we can't serve the band. He's like, they're not allowed to drink. It's a liability issue. You know, if one of them gets home, he's like, it, it could cause a lot of problems and we've had problems, dude. We've had problems with other musicians drinking too much. We've had DUI situations. We just can't serve the band anymore. So now here I am. First of all, I can't, there's no one here. We will literally be one of like five people <laughs> that are drinking in your establishment and we're paying full price paying for it too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you could pay us more if more people drink like the band. We got to pay for it. <laughs> so my uncle's like, what? So my aunt is like, oh, heck no. So she goes to the table. She tells the waitress, hey, we, I would like to order this drink, what, like a vodka and soda. And then the lady's like, okay, who is it for? And she's like, it's for me. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. And then she like comes back with a drink. I'm like, who, who says that? Like you have my card. So I'm on one. I'm like, this is, I said, this is so ridiculous. And I'm like, this is like a week or two or maybe like two or three weeks after coming off tour. So I'm like, this is, this is what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm just so burnt out on this nonsense. And I was trying to explain it to them. I'm like, the pay sucks. All of this shenanigans. I go, this dude's telling us to turn it down. I'm like all the, they're like, do you want food? And I'm like, no, I don't want, I don't want this place to make any more money. No. And so I'm, I'm, I'm ranting. Like I'm on an, I'm on a soapbox. And then me and uncle Ed are like firing up each other's soapbox. Oh my God. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, this is ridiculous. And he's like, oh, this is so ridiculous. And I'm like, this is why I hate playing at places like this. 
And he's like, liability? What do you mean liability? He's like, this isn't a liability. I said, this isn't a liability. I said, let's talk about liability. I go, if somebody decided to come in here from the back door and walk away with my crash symbol, is that company going to pay for it? Is Humphreys going to pay for that? Why? Because they're not liable for my equipment. That's my equipment. And I'm like, so how am I a liability if I want to have a drink? I said, they don't even know my name. Do they pay my taxes? I'm like, do they charge me for taxes? Did they hire me? No, I'm not an employee. I'm a contractor. I came in to play for the singer who hired me. They hired her and she's also not an employee. Mm -hmm. So if, yeah, I'm like, this is not, this is not uncle Ed is he's like, after I said that he is so fired up. I'm like, it's just, this stuff just gets me going. He's like, oh, it's gotten me going. All right. He's like, he's just, he's basically just, he's like, oh, I'm not done with this. Oh no, no. And I'm like, that's ah, fine. I'm like, I just need to pay play my gig and get out of here. He's like, no, no, we're not done here. He's like, you want to talk about liability? He's like, I used to be, I'm, he's like, I'm a retired fireman. He's like, you want to talk about liability? He's like, that door doesn't have an exit sign that lights up. He's like, that door should have a, a sign on it that says this door needs to be remain unlocked. He's like, that right there is a tripping hazard. He's like, that door over there doesn't have an exit sign. He's like, I could have this whole place shut down because they wouldn't pass a fire inspection. And I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's, so he's sitting there and he's just getting more and more worked up. If I come in there and I want to buy the whole band, if I want to buy the whole restaurant a drink, I can do that because that's what I want to do. And he's like, this is my money. So if anybody's liable, it's me, dude, he's getting amped. He's getting <laughs> amped. And I'm kind of, it's getting to where I'm like, oh boy. Uh, maybe oh, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> so I go back and I start, I go, Oh yeah, I got to get back on stage. So I go on and start playing. I'm watching this go down. I'm playing, you know, whatever song. And then I Up see him funk. Uh, probably. And then I see him going like this to the waitress, like waving, like, come over here, come here. So then I see him tell her, yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's going like, yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. Like he's waving his hand, like going, yeah, basically go get your manager. Yeah. Tell him to come and see me. So I see the manager come in and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I see him go, <laughs> let's go talk outside. And then gets up and takes him outside. No, the manager, <laughs> dude, five minutes later, <laughs> five minutes later, the, uh, the manager comes in like kind of like humbled <laughs> and goes up. I see him talking to the bartender and he's pointing to us like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> then we come off stage and uncle Ed hands us drinks. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? And he's like, don't worry. You guys can drink all you want tonight. I'm like, what? <laughs> So Uncle Ed. Uncle Ed, legend, dude. Oh, my God. He's like, we're not going to have a problem anymore. And I'm like, what did you say? And he's like, I told him, what's up? And like, I had to like get it out of him. He's like, you guys could drink whatever you want. It's on me. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Uncle Ed's my hero. So this, this dude, he has some lines, dude, like where he like, he, he basically told him what I was saying. Like, he's like. 
that he tells the manager, why is it that you've per- first of all brought these guys in for like nothing? These are like world-class musicians. He's like, you brought these guys in, you're, they're playing for nothing. If they want to have a drink at the bar that I'm purchasing for them, what's the problem? And the guy's like, well, you know, we don't, we can't have a liability. And he's like, if I fall down the stairs right here, he's like, you're liable. He's like, it doesn't matter whether it's me or them. You know, if I have too much to drink, you can't stop somebody from, you know, if somebody's out of control, then you can hinder them. You can stop them from, you know, not serve them anymore. But that's what the point is. And so he said, this is going to go down one of two ways. He said, (laughs) either he's like, first of all, I had to pay $5 to get in here to to, like a cover charge. Yeah. And he's like, and I'm buying drinks. He's like, I've spent, you know, who knows how much at this point. And I'm buying drinks for the whole band. There's four people up there. And he's like, I'm going to walk out of here and I'm not going to pay another thing. And he's like, you're going to go in there and you're going to get my $5 back because I don't want to pay for something like this. He's like, either that's going to happen right now. Like I'm going to get refunded and I'm going to walk away without paying anything. And he's like, or you're going to like, let me do whatever I want. And he's like, if I want to buy the band a drink, that's what's going to happen. He's like, the choice is yours. And the guy's like, all right, let me go talk to my manager or let me go talk to my bartender. And he's like, he just let him, dude, he ripped into him. He ripped into him and was like, no. So then he comes back and he's like, I would like to order some drinks. And he's like, he ordered like four drinks. And the lady goes, he hits the lady with like, she goes, the waitress, she goes, um, okay, are, are you in the band? And he doesn't even say reply. He just goes, how dare you? <laughs> Are you in the band? He hits her with, how dare you? <laughs> this dude is serious, bro. Like you, t- I'm telling you, you want to know where I get my soapboxes from? How dare you? The band was laughing oh. so hard at how dare you, dude. Like they were <laughs> laughing so hard. Like it's like so extreme. Like <laughs> it's like, dude, can we have him on the podcast? Would he come? Would he do it? Definitely. Oh my God. Dude, definitely. It's so it's so good. I would love to see the two of you just fire each other oh up. Oh my gosh. I'll, I'll just sit here and not talk the entire episode and oh. just watch. He's like <laughs> it's it's so funny, dude. He's just how dare you? Like, are you in the band? Not like, no, it's just he, like he hits her with how dare you ask me if I'm in the band? How dare how you? How dare you? Like, oh my gosh, we were we that, were hysterical. That's phenomenal. Like it's it's such like, such a simple question, and it's like the fact that my uncle is so offended at that question that he hits her with "How dare you?" I love it. <laughs> so yeah, amazing. Uncle Ed is a legend, and he made our night. Like he made our night. We're like you you changed the you changed the system in San Diego just for us, just for us for one night. Yep. Yeah, he's a legend, man. He made Humphreys better again. Make Humphreys great again. Uncle Ed did it. He's a leader. He's a legend. How dare you? I ain't trying to hear that right now. Dude, that was great. I, lo- I love that. Yeah, man, that that place is like real close to being on my blacklist. It's there for me. Like I I think I think we're only gonna do the two hour happy hour gigs there now. Cause like it's it's so. absurd. The rates I mean 
they're paying like the worst out of no. all the venues in San Diego. They are taking on the role of like, well, it's exposure. Well, you get to play here. It's like the same as that stupid bar in San Diego. Um, uh, it's like the, the blues, not the blues bar. Um, uh, what is it called? It's like kind of close to tin roof, like across the street and down like half a block. Um, Ah, the, anyways, the guy would always go, well, dude, you get to say that you've played at the, not the field, but it's something like that. Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> like, really? <laughs> he's like, well, dude, like you're playing at a legendary spot in San Diego. I'm like, am I though? Cause no, no, I'm not really. Yeah. I mean, like that's like the belly up <laughs> dude. I'm done with these places. I'm done with these places. Like, <sighs> The, the the whole noise complaining the whole like the tin roof wanting you to play three hours but i'm telling you it's because it's all the bottom feeder bands in san diego that just are like dude we'll do it like dude we get paid that's awesome <laughs> like it's it's hindering us like professional working musicians we don't have a venue anymore like we just don't like we don't have a place that's cool hmm I mean, there is a few, okay. There is a few out there, but like these places, dude, like the places like Humphreys and stuff like that, that could be such a cool spot. Oh yeah. It could be fantastic. Yeah. But the, everybody there sucks. Like the staff, the bartenders, the manager, everybody there sucks. I don't know. I've, I've, I've had good experiences with the staff and the Not me. sound engineers, but the sound engineer was okay. He's cool. He's a drummer and he's, he's cool, but it's just, it's just, I've always had the same problem there. What they ask versus what they give is just way out of proportion. Actually, no, there's another dude there that does sound that is like, he's super cool. I can't remember what his name is. Um, he's, he, I think it's the dude that draws while he's, while he's doing, um, sound. He Hmm. like draws portraits of people and stuff. Oh, cool. I forgot his name, but he's, he's really cool. He's like really, and he's good. Um, and he like kind of puts it in perspective. Like it's not a big deal. You're just playing a little club. He gets a mix and then he's just like hanging out. I think that's cool, but he's also not like trying to like hinder you from doing what you do. I spent so many years in there. Like I've done so many gigs there where I did like a new year's gig there one time back in the day when I was like playing with some other dudes that was just like smooth jazz. No, it was like eighties rock (laughs) and it was so stupid. It was so frustrating playing that gig there. And it was just constantly fighting with them. Like, and there, so there's what back when they did let you drink, there was another time where I went to the bar, like, you know, you'd only have a 15 minute break. <clears throat> so I'd go to the bar and try to get a beer that I have to pay for. <laughs> and I would be waiting my whole break for the bartender. Who's just talking to somebody on the other end. Yeah. And so one time I was like so frustrated and pissed off with this dude that I waited there 10 minutes and I was flagging him down. And finally he came over and he's like, yeah, what can I get you? And I'm like, dude, like, can I get a beer? And he's like, yeah, what do you need? And I'm like, and so I gave him a beer or he gave me a Corona or whatever. And then I wrote on thing. I wrote like it was six bucks or whatever. I wrote $6 and I put a zero with a line through it for his tip and slid it back to him. And then he's like, oh, thanks a lot. Thanks you. Thank you very much. No tip. I see. And I'm like, bro, I waited for 10 minutes. I'm like, that's not good service. I pay for good service. That's not good service. Mm. I'm like, that wasn't even worth a dollar. 
you know, and, and that's it. I'm like, and I, dude, I always tip even bad service. I always tip. Yeah. Wow. I'm like that, that kind of stuff, that place I've had nothing but problems there. That place is just, they act like they're doing you a favor and I'm so tired of venues like this. Mm-hmm. You're not doing me a favor, dude. Like that pay is not worth it for me to drive to San Diego. And then you want me to buy food and buy drinks and buy, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't understand what you think this is. I always bring a dad meal. Well, I, got I a do peanut too. butter sandwich. Yeah. Some, like a Tupperware filled with kid snacks. I won't give that place any of my money. <laughs> they already are like, they already are getting too much for me by yeah. like me even playing there. Like I just, I think I'm like, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm not doing tin roof anymore. Like I'll do it for the showcases, but I'm not doing that gig anymore. Three hours for the pay that they're paying you is not enough. Yeah. I refuse to play there too. I'm not doing that. And I'm not doing <laughs> gigs like stupid Humphreys anymore because who do you guys think you are? Like treat your musicians better. You want to be a premier music venue, then get premier bands in there and pay them. Mm-hmm. You stupid idiots. Yeah. Gosh, dang it. I ain't trying to hear that right now. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> like Uncle how Ed. How dare you? I just wish I could get a clip of Uncle Ed saying, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so disgusted, dude. Just beside himself with that question. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, Uncle Ed. Legend, dude. Uncle like Ed. the guys were texting me the next day like, dude, your uncle's a legend. Yeah. He like changed the game for musicians in San Diego. So good. Yeah. Yeah, he don't care. He's like, I'll shut this place down. One of two things are going to happen. You're going to lose a bunch of money that you could make off me, and you're going to refund me, or you're going to let me do what I want. Next thing I know, we're getting handed drinks, and he's telling the waitress, how dare you? Got to get him to come out next time I play there. Yeah. <laughs> I said, do you want, like, you could have a job where you just, like, go to, like, go to these gigs and just, like, you're the liaison, like, between us and them you know, or like you deal with wedding planners. Like, no, my guys will take a break now and they will be fed. And there is also one vegetarian. This is going to go down one of two ways. We're going to pack up everything and go, or you're going to get that vegetarian meal. Yeah. And they are allowed to go to the bar. Yeah. 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 Thanks uncle Ed for a great soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That was great. Um, yeah, dude. Great show. It's been fun. I'm starving, though, Phil. We got to cut it. I'm hungry, too. And all I had was a chili last night. It's quinoa on it. Not a bowl of chili, just like no. a, a poblano pepper, yeah. probably. Yeah. A medium-sized poblano pepper that was charred to kingdom come. Gross. Yeah. It was good. It was just... Grossly priced. If they gave me a chili relleno and, like put some rice and beans on that mug <clears throat> that's a that's $25 worth more than that stupid thing I had that dry thing dang it <sighs> I appreciate my wife's effort though and like it was nice being with family and stuff but it was really nice it was just so expensive to eat at this place for like mediocre food at best you have any good gigs coming up this weekend no dude <laughs> no, I got nothing. Like no. I just, I just got like lessons all week, and I just got um, I got a, a Smoky Metals on Saturday. That's it. Classic. 
Yeah. There's a new drummer in town, though. I might be losing these gigs. What? Yeah, there's a new fig in town. What? It's not fig, but... It's good. He's just, like, from what I understand, he's super nice. He's super cool, but he's coming in like, I'm coming to steal everyone's gigs. Whoa. Yeah, so it's fine with me, dude. Go ahead, play at Humphreys. You should play there. It's great. They need good drummers like you. <laughs> tin Roof, you want to drive down for Tin Roof? You should play that one. That's a good one. <laughs> um. So what about you? You got any gig, good gigs? Um... Yeah, I forget. I'm playing somewhere with Anthony. I'm having my 20-year graduation reunion with my high school class. Wow. High school? Yeah. I I had mine. Of, I, I graduated in 96, and so, and I graduated early. Like, I went to, like, continuation school to get the heck out of school because I was on a soapbox about school I bet. back then. And so, I it came around, like, your 20-year re- reunion. I'm like, why would I ever? ever go to that (laughs) like i do not care about any of those people i didn't hang out with anybody in school i am not trying to go to that uh but my my class was extremely small i went to a a weird like arts focused high school nice yes privileged (laughs) yes i wish i went to an art school it was cool i mean you know my mom worked super hard to get me there and yeah you know, make it make it oh, happen. Oh, um, Pamela Pardell. Uh, Pamela. I remember her. Yeah, <laughs> Nancy. <laughs> so I'm very grateful. I got to very cool. Learn from some great musicians there, but my class is super small, and they're all really cool. And Did so they go on I'm to... excited to go see them. That's cool. I feel like, I, I mean, I don't know anybody from my high school. I don't seriously don't know anybody. Like I look at my yearbook and I'm like, I don't remember any of these people. <laughs> I, I seriously do not. I can't even name you one person from my class. Like from, yeah. But, um, yeah. Anyways, I would, I don't know if anybody would remember me, but like, I feel like, you know, I'm not rich. I don't do, I'm not like, I don't make tons of money, but you know, I'm married. I still don't look like I'm 44 years old. And like, I feel like a lot of them do. They have mm-hmm. kids and their kids are grown and they're they're balding and they're fat and they're like, you know. <laughs> and I'm just like I'm, you know, I play music. You're super ripped and yeah. handsome. Actually, some of my friends though, my friends like <laughs> Nick and Jules. Jules came on the show. Uh-huh. He still looks like he did when he was in high school. And he's and he has kids and like he's a pro, a pro drummer and like, you know. So I don't know. Anyways, uh Drum Brigade Podcast. My th- my thoughts have left me because I'm so hungry. <laughs> Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 332, 332, 132. Yeah. Uh, shout out to you guys. Shout out to the people who support us. Uncle Ed. Shout out to Uncle Ed. How dare you? Hero. <laughs> Musician's hero, dude. Yeah. Uh, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. And we'll possibly see you next week. This is this, this whole sucks. Yeah, that's weird. Gosh, gosh, shut up. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. 
The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe. <laughs>